get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 153 of the What Up, Though? Podcast. Yes, sir. First of the year. Almost end of January. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Half-ass in life. Yeah. Life just comes up and just be busy and shit. But <laughs> yeah, it comes at you very fast. Fast as fuck and busy as fuck. So, yeah. But we're back. Um, so, I started off the, the year. I shouldn't say, well, I guess you say started off. But started off the year waiting to go to court. For a fucking speeding ticket So As Some people may know or not Michigan And in particular Detroit Has the highest Fucking Car insurance In In the fucking country I didn't know that for sure But it makes yeah. perfect sense Yeah it is It's definitely Um And I found out years ago And I think I said on a prior po- Podcast That Refford Pulls over the most people Per capita In the United States Which I didn't know that Until I had to do a driver responsibility class and shit um so got this ticket like in mid november and so i called because i wanted to figure out i haven't i haven't had a ticket that i fought in years so i didn't know the process i don't know how that shit worked but i just wanted to be able to do it where i didn't get no points and shit so i called and i'm like you know i want to be able to request the option to not get points blah 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 so they're like okay cool you know, that's what you want to do. You got three options, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's the option I want. Like, why would I call? Ask, like, like I want to pay the ticket and get the points. Like, who calls and gives that option? You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So, and they say, cool, we'll send you something by the end of December. If you don't get nothing, hit us back. I kind of forgot, but I was the week I was going to call, I got a letter saying I had court today, the 17th, or okay. tomorrow, or yesterday, which for y'all. Y'all figure it out. <laughs> yeah, so I... uh I go, go down to the court. It's in Warren, and it's like a line of folks. It had to be a good shit, 40, 50 people that were in front of me or whatever. So we're waiting to get, you know, almost like checking your attendance or some shit, making sure you're there. At, at this point, it's, after I checked in, it's probably like 100 people there sitting out there waiting for our names to be called. So they called our name. Our na- they called us like in groups of 10s or some shit. We go in there, and they're like, you know, you're here for this civil violation, blah, blah, blah. The ticket you have is $140 and two points, or you could pay 175 and no points. Who all wants to do the 175 <laughs> no points? Everybody raised their hand like, yes, yes. So they're like, so cool. We go up to the top. Now it's like 175 bucks. I'm like, whatever. I just don't want the points because that shit's going to raise my insurance and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like most people don't want the points. <clears throat> We go upstairs, this long-ass line. You get up there, you got to pay. And it's a sign on the thing, on the, on the window, saying how how much your credit card fee will be for paying at certain amounts. So, for, I think, 200 and under, no, I'm sorry, for up to $100, it was $3.50 to use your, your debit or credit card. Or you could pay free with cash or free with a check. 
I didn't think it'd bring a check. And I didn't know how much my ticket was, so I didn't want to stop in cash and get all this extra cash. And then I was like, whatever. Man, so my ticket was 175 I had to pay $7 for the user credit. Dude, that got to be fucking... It got to be illegal, dude. It can't... You can't It feels like it should be. Fucking, and not only did it was $7, for every amount in $200 increments, it went up $7. So, ridiculous. like I say, I was telling you earlier, if you pay it, if you have a thousand dollars in fines, you have to pay $35 in fucking credit card fees. Fucking madness, dude. That's ridiculous. And the crazy thing about that, too, is like they already like jerk us around with like not just speeding tickets, but like parking tickets and shit like that. Yeah. Here, right. So like they're already like gang raping us on that on, on like that kind of shit. And the, like taxes like that for credit cards. It's like if you look at. Maybe if it was like ten years ago and credit cards was some kind of inconvenience, yeah. then you'd be like, "Fuck it." But bitch, I take credit cards. I ain't nobody important. <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking man. That shit pissed. I was. It's fucked up, but I was more pissed off at the seven dollar fee versus the hundred seventy five. <laughs> like I took. I was like, you know what? That was. I was speeding. I accept that. But that seven dollars hurt, dude. I was pissed off about this fucking seven dollars. I just couldn't understand it, dude. Like, what the fuck, man? So yeah. So that's how I started my day or ended my day. Well, the cool, well, the shitty part uh, with that was that um, I work for a job that does for the, um, does stuff for the automotive. So we were down at the uh, uh, Detroit Athletic Club for a luncheon with one of our customers. So it's this fancy ass lunch. If you're not from Detroit, you're not familiar. Uh, Detroit Athletic Club is like the most fanciest country club type members only like place that I know of, at least. Um, and so it was a real nice place or whatever. We get there at like 1130. They're already serving drinks and shit. So everybody's drinking and having a good time. And we were supposed to have it. So they had these plated meals at dinner. It was dope as fuck. And then from there, we were supposed to get it. So we parked there and then we would get a shuttle over to Kobo for the auto show. Cause today was, uh, could the auto show don't open up to the public to Saturday, I think, but today was the industry day. So mm-hmm. all of the autos and all that shit get to go. Couldn't go to that shit. Cause I had to take my ass back to fucking court and all that shit. Just Man. fucking horrible dog. But you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, but like I say, I'm still, that $7 really fucking with me, dude. Like I'm, <laughs> I was like really pissed about that $7 dog. Like you pissed at the, the, the hypothetical fee of like a thousand dollar ticket. Yeah. That, I mean, like if I would have had that, you know, of course, I mean, who's just bringing a thousand dollars in cash? How many cigars know. I could have got for, fee, for the fee alone? <laughs> the fee alone. $35 in fucking fees. I could have bought f- four nice cigars. <laughs> I could have, I could have bought a bottle of a, a bottle, uh, a bottle <laughs> of something nice. I could have got a uh, a, a store uh, a store bottle of of, of Eagle Rare. I could have added ten more dollars to that and got some E H Taylor. I could, man, I could. It, anyways, <laughs> <clears throat> so that's how my day started. Other than that, the the new year has been good. What about you? <laughs> Um, I'm just running about bullshit. <laughs> I, I I I got nothing. My years been pretty boring. Yeah, that was that was pretty much the. Uh... I think the I think the biggest thing for us this year too. Um, pardon me because I, I feel like I got the hiccup. So yeah, it happens. That's that's probably gonna that's drinking, probably gonna happen. Liquor and shit. I, I always get the hiccups from. Um, I get the hiccups from smoking. Yeah, I get the hiccups from anything. I get the hiccups <laughs> from. Uh, it is very precise. Cold pizza and 
like uh like breaded chicken stuff. So like if you get like breaded chicken patties or like like breaded chicken like um like you know the buffalo chicken rollers that they sell at Speedway, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. I don't think you probably I, should be eating those anyway. I, but. No, but, well, they're delicious. But like <laughs> within 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 seconds, I have the hiccups. Yeah, I but, pinpointed. I, I definitely get it when I smoke cigars, and no. I may be just gonna pull an air in. I'm assuming that you know it makes perfect pull, sense. Wait, pull a what? Pull an air. Like, oh, I thought you said pull an Aryan. I'm oh, like, like white oh, people? No. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm pulling that bitch over there. Like, <laughs> like I'm pulling Aryan. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I get it. I definitely get it from that. And then it depends on the food and shit. But yeah, I, I hate pickups. Anyhow. So, uh, yeah. So what I was saying about, about the year so far, right? So entering, entering this year, uh, I didn't really have any kind of like um, – Things that I had on deck that I wanted to do really. No, no, no New Year's re- resolution. <laughs> no, I mean I, I'm trying to like get less fat, but like I mean I'm, I've been I'm working on, that on too, it. Though. Yeah, I've been working on it, uh, hitting the gym or whatever. What was dope is I started a Fitbit group at work, so like I got like some of my team members and shit like that, and other leaders like are in this group, and one of the other leaders that is she's like mad competitive, so like <laughs> we go back and forth like like heavy, and like it's dope because she drives me to like walk or run or whatever work out more than i would otherwise because i just want to beat her and she does the same it's, thing it's she'd be like the competition man. yeah she does the same thing she'll like hop on the treadmill at like uh you know 10 o'clock at night trying to like pass me and shit and like we had it like the first week we did it on friday is the work week challenge monday through friday at 10 o'clock at night i was in first place and i got a notification that somebody passed me and then the person who I'm who I'm competitive with was not close, not too close, but close enough to where, and I could tell she was working out at the time because she had synced her Fitbit like a few minutes prior, so I knew she was actively working out. So I was like, "Shit, I can't be talking." And I spent all week talking shit because I've been in first place all week. I was like, "I can't end up in fucking third place because I don't feel like doing shit." So I put on like my hoodie, my sweatpants, my coat, gloves, hat. And went outside and like walked around the block until I get <laughs> until I had enough steps to be about a thousand past the person the person that was in first place. And uh so that's like how competitive it is. Anyway, um like that's been motivating me to to work out a little bit more. But um the the main thing that I think has been going on for me this year is like we've gotten heavy off into this bourbon shit. Yeah. And I don't even really know oh I know what prompted it was like you know, like when you're in a group on Facebook, you'll see other groups that yeah. people who are in your group are in. And I saw like a handful of our heavy cigar folks in this Michigan bourbon club. And I'm like, well, shit, I like to drink. Let me get up on that. I and mean, I, cause it's not like it's any Hennessy clubs and shit. So. Right. <laughs> right. It might be, but <laughs> it could be, I don't want to be in no ashy ass Hennessy I'll, club. I'll straight on Hennessy. Cavassier <laughs> fucking club. And although I still like Cavassier, I still fuck with it. So, um, so I joined this club or whatever, and I went around on New Year's Day and bought like my first bottle of what uh, seemed to be something that was highly regarded Which in the was group, that? the uh, Colonel Taylor. Oh yeah, awesome! Shit. And uh, so I go out and buy this, and I, I, I download this app called I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Diary, but with an O. Yeah. So Diaro, I don't know what the fuck, but um. Yeah. And I've been using that app to take notes on bourbon and to keep track of my cigars, which I'm actually uh, not 
doing so great with that. Like, what's today? Like the seventeenth? I only had yeah, like f- I, I was doing good to like the twelfth, and then I fell off and shit because I, I, I had the app. I have the app as well. Oh, I've been tracking them. I just haven't smoked any. I've only smoked four oh. cigars this year. Oh no, I smoked a ton, but I fell off, and it's so stupid because I just need to say this is what I'm about to smoke. Let me fucking do it, and then I just don't. It's just it's dumb. It's it's my life in 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 in. In a nutshell, <laughs> I've had a I've had a busy year so far, and then the, also with this year, it's been like mad cold. So like like for us when we record the podcast, we haven't really been outside. Yeah, I usually knock out on podcast nights. I can knock out up to three cigars, and like but like lately, I've also this year I've smoked longer cigars, so they've taken a longer time for me to smoke. So I haven't smoked that many cigars, but. Uh, anyway, I use this app to like track the cigars I'm smoking. I'll leave notes like, okay, this is what I think about it, blah, blah, blah. So I'm tracking cigars, and then I also am tracking bourbons. Like I'm like, let me try this one, take notes on it, whatever. Uh, we are not even three weeks into this year, and I've tried one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different bourbons already this year. So yeah, I done tried a decent amount of bourbons. I've had a couple of scotches. Um, I bought... Uh, in in December, I bought this one scotch, um, and I think you tried it. That uh, the Highland Park. Yeah, um, I got that. Year. I got that in my notes too. That was pretty cool. But scotch is so different from bourbon. It's just a, it's like apples and oranges. It seemed like you know, mm-hmm. it's, and so I don't know if I really, I want to get a few more scotches just to have, just to see how they taste and compare and stuff like that. But I think I'm really more so into whiskey and bourbons and stuff. That's yeah. that's definitely my 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 thing and so i'm not really and just like you it's like you know kind of we kind of found out about the whole uh bourbon group around the same time so i've been you know trying stuff and buying stuff and and it's just a another uh another vice vice to funnel (laughs) money into and shit we don't need you know by no means i don't need but you know whatever and and you, you know you talk about you know just smoking and stuff i i've been testing out my office um, to be able to smoke here at home and that's been going kind of cool because i was just like i was sitting there playing video games like damn this would be cool i was talking to wife and we just you know random conversation like man if i only had a cigar it'd be dope she's like why don't you try to crack a window or something i was like you know what you're right you're right so i blocked off the vents i had a fan blowing out the window and it was working cool i think today i tested a little because what happens is you now i went out the room a couple of times to grab a glass or grab something like that typically i don't leave out the room until i'm finished with the cigar so having a cigar um you know smoke going and stuff that kind of lingers a little but for the most part though i've been pretty good um so yeah so that's been cool because it's been cold as fuck i'm like i'm not going out in the garage but then it's like you sometimes you don't even feel like going anywhere like you know the i could like i'm lucky because like diale cigar is like 10 minutes away all right but i don't even sometimes feel like going out i don't feel like buying shit i got tons of cigars at home i don't want to buy shit i don't want to drive nowhere i don't want to do any of that shit so yeah so that's been kind of cool it's just been real it's for me it's i think right now it's like i bought i bought like three or four books at the end of the year that I wanted to start reading. And I haven't because I've been, I come home, I want to relax. And I don't know, reading just isn't relaxing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and so I just, I smoke some cigars. I do my internet browsing. I play fucking video games and I'm chill. I'm like content. I'm happy and shit. So that's been kind of my days. And then just trying to get my workout in too. So that's been a, 
been a thing too because I am a sloth when it comes to that shit. So just trying to eat better, work out more, just not be fat. That that's the pretty much the end goal. <laughs> right. Just not be fat. So <laughs> just not be fat. Not be fat. That's that's the end goal for real, man. So um, that's kind of kind of what's been going on. Um, so I had a f- few random things to uh, chat about, but. I'm glad that I did catch up on one show so we can kind of talk about it. Oh, okay. Because uh, I watched the uh, the black superhero show. Black Lightning? Black Lightning. Okay. I watched that today. Because what happened was I was chatting about it to some folks, and then I forgot to add it to my DVR. So I seen you know people talking about it yesterday. I saw you and some other folks, and I'm like, fuck, I didn't get a chance to watch it or whatever. And so I found on demand and watched it today and added it to my DVR. So... Um, so what'd you think? I liked it, dude. I really, I liked it. I thought it was for a show, and and I'm not even, and I say this to, and not knowing any like advertising for the show, but I hadn't, I didn't know nothing about the show if, until it was word of mouth mm-hmm. the day before it came on. Right. I had no idea the show was out, okay, or coming out, or whatever. And I automatically like, man, it's gonna be whack, dude. Like, ain't no fucking pub for it. I mean, in the era of like Black Panther coming out next month, how is it not pub for another fucking black fucking you know superhero show? Mm-hmm. But I thought it was cool, man. I mean, it's, I, I, it's the the plot wise, it really seems a lot like uh, um, what's the uh. The Netflix one, um, uh, black guy, big black. Oh, know. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. It has like a Luke Cage feel to me, um, with you know the with the the nemesis and things of that nature. <laughs> it, it comes off a little like Luke Cage ish to me, but um, I think it's cool. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. So yeah, I, I'm gonna say what I didn't say online, but. One thing that I thought was dope about it, and this surprised me because I saw the trailer for it, Damn, and I was I like, "See the fucking trailer." Dude. Well, it's because I watch all those shows that oh, already okay. come on CW. So like, I watched The Flash, I watch Arrow. So they're like, "Hey, new superhero show." So I'm like, "Okay, cool, maybe I'll fuck with it." I watched the trailer. I'm like, "This shit look mad corny. Like, this doesn't look like anything yeah, to be yeah, interesting yeah. and shit." But it came on after The Flash. The Flash came back last night. It came on after that. I was like, I'll you know, I'll just stick with it. It's right. coming on. I'm, I'll just keep it on this channel and watch it. And I think the most surprising thing for me about it was that that shit was not like a CW show at all. Like, that shit was like mad, like, like I don't want to say dark, but it was like, it was like very like like most CW shows are very like lighthearted. Mm-hmm. They're like kind of goofy. They're kind of you know very like PG ish kind of shit. Def- this one definitely didn't have a goofy feel to it. No, this no. shit was like very serious. And then it like it went at like racial problems like really hard and direct. Yeah, yeah. and I thought that was dope. And like, and I'm I'm gonna say it. I could I could end up being wrong. It's only been one episode. But if it stays away from, like, what it's called the Arrowverse, which is, like, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, all that shit. If it stays away from the Arrowverse, and I read that it's it's completely separate. If it stays away from that and stays on the path that it's on, I think it can easily be better than Luke Cage. Like, I felt like Luke Cage was something where, like, it dropped... And on day one, everybody's like, this is so black. This shit is black as hell. Black, black, black. It's unapologetically black. People love to say that. Unapologetically black. 
and it really was just like it was it was black in the sense of like it had black people in it <laughs> you know he lived in harlem and went to barber shops <laughs> you know yeah. like that that aspect of it was black this shit was black like yeah, it, was, this, <laughs> it was kind of like they was like luke cage is black they was like hold my beer like, mm-hmm. We go, and you know, from you know, racial profiling from the police to just the interaction with the other, you know, it's this. This is a black ass show. Yeah, like, and his his reactions to like like the opening sequence was dope as fuck. Like mm-hmm. before they did the title sequence, it had a scene where like he's picking up one of his daughters from jail because she yeah. was like being woke as fuck at a protest. Yeah, like you're right. Like like, like that's like real fucking life. Like, like what no shit like that on Luke Cage like straight up. Nah. And then he's leaving from the police station to go to like a benefit cuz he's a high school principal and he gets pulled over by the police and like the way that scene played out was just like dope as fuck. I'm like this shit already in the first scene is already like firing all, on all cylinders. And the shit played out like he has his woke ass daughter. She's like bitching him out for like selling out his people right. he's been retired as a superhero for nine years and most people didn't even know he was a superhero he retired because his wife was about to divorce him over it which she left like, him anyway so nine years later the wife left him and he still ain't did the shit he still just been living a regular life and shit yeah like so like yeah she she leave him and shit so like he's dealing with that now he's a high school principal then then you got like gang members in the shit he got another daughter who's like kind of fast she's like hanging out with gang members the gang member guy is like juxtaposing how how black people kind of like raise kids because it's like you got him as a principal trying to be that positive influence and then you got like the gang member guy who's like being like super fucking hard ass and like and he's just kind of like you know you 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 teach him your way I'm gonna teach him mine I'm like damn this shit is like real as fuck dude the, the and scene- they got and then I'm sorry I cut you off and then like the craziest thing dude wasn't hardly in it but like the guy who you could tell is gonna be the bad bat is like some albino dude yeah yeah but he looked yeah. like mad scary yeah, though. yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, he looked he looked super scary like I I'm was fully like, prepared he shot this nigga with a harpoon dog uh, I'm like he, he, this shit is ridiculous he was like true antagonist like you see him and you like there's nothing good coming from him like he's totally gonna be the bad guy yeah so like it it. It tackled some dope issues. Now, I didn't catch on um, in the beginning. Did you catch on before any of this that the uh, the guy, I forget his actual name, but he, he, he told him to call him a lie. Did you catch on that a lie worked for the albino before you seen him going to the no, office? No, no. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch on either. So I, I'm like, maybe, okay, that's a, it makes me feel a little better. Because I, I had no, I'm thinking like he's a rival to him and some shit like mm-hmm. that. So when they brought him in and shit, and I'm like, oh shit. And then he's like, oh, you know, so I find out he actually, you know, yeah, works, works for him and shit. So but, yeah, uh, like episode- I'm, I'm curious to see the, the character development with that. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested. The only thing I didn't actually like about it was like the actual superhero shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm not going to say I didn't like it, it isn't like I disliked it. But like that was like the least likable part of the episode was when he like was being like a superhero. Like he put on his like, superhero outfit and like fuck people up and it was still cool but it wasn't like to me i was way more interested in the like interpersonal dynamics between like the gang members and the kids and the gang members and him and like juxtaposing because a lot is like supposed to be like he's hard as dude but he's like giving life advice to this kid about no video games white people doing way better than you blah 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 give me your phone go sweep the fucking floors like you know and i agree about the you know the the 
the actual superhero aspect of it. You know, it's just it's just the, you know whatever. I was <laughs> I was more so like, why does he have a mask? Like his daughter's gotta know who the fuck he is. Oh, this their fucking dad. <laughs> I don't He's, think they do though. I know they don't, but that's what I'm like. <laughs> why not? I assume they he, did. He got fucking glasses on. That's <laughs> it. He got fucking ski glasses on, <laughs> full ass beard like he does. And you see, when he, nine years ago he was bald head, mm-hmm. so it was like he was he had a you know different. He was a little different. I'm, I don't know what he was doing nine years ago. I don't know if he was you know a principal then or not. But you know, I'm like. Is it gonna cover his face? Is it gonna be some kind of like anonymity or some shit? Like you know what I mean? Like that's that's the part that we're kind of out, you know just thinking too too much in it. But me not seeing the previews for the show or anything, I just came in there blind. Yeah. When I saw the police uh, stop, I'm like, he about to die. <laughs> right. I was just like, yeah, he gone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, the daughter's gonna record it. It's gonna be like some Philando Castile shit. <laughs> She's about to record it, and that pop's about to get shot up by the police and shit, or whatever. So, I don't know. I felt like it was a good thing that I didn't see any previews because everything was just new. Like, I just thought, like, he about to get murked, you know, and so forth. And, you know, that shit was crazy. I didn't, and I don't know if it was something that you would have caught on previously, but. You know, at the end, uh, the daughter, the oldest daughter, a.k.a. Harriet Tubman, is (laughs) pissed off at the sink and just gets this rage and breaks the sink. So you figured out that she's had some kind of powers and shit. But I never would have. I just thought that she probably just had self-defense classes and shit. You know what I'm saying? When she, you know, flipped my man over at the school and shit. But I didn't catch that she was. And now I'm curious if his youngest daughter has some kind of power that she's going to unleash during the show or some crazy shit or even a wife the ex-wife yeah i kind of hope not just because i think i don't want a family of superheroes and shit nah i think she's just gonna be dumb she's just gonna be the dumb kid the dumb kid is just getting into trouble and shit but i think the wife may i don't know i'm just making random in random uh thought i think the wife i don't know Maybe definitely him. I'm just I'm I, maybe it's just my liquor, but I'm just thinking everybody gonna be super fucking heroes <laughs> and shit. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely I'm definitely curious to see how the oldest daughter you know turn out with that. But I'm totally into the shit though. Like so, I, I already added it to my DVR. Shit, it's on a Tuesday, so I probably could watch it live. And I will, you know, we're gonna probably be doing podcasts uh, doing the next day, doing podcasts <laughs> the next day, talking about the show anyway. So. Uh, if y'all listen, well, at this point, y'all need to catch up on that before y'all listen. Yeah, before y'all get spoiled and shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna still try to keep it light when I talk about it. But yeah, like I thought I thought it was dope, man. I was incredibly interested in like all the themes that they were tackling and shit. I got I was like, man, I did not expect this out of a CW show at all. And they were like being super real, like uh, like uh, like the gay member was ta- calling a little fast daughter a bitch and a hoe and like. Uh, I'm not out here hoeing and like like all kinds of shit. Like I was like, man, they keeping it really real. My man was like, yeah, go shit. take her to the hotel and hoe. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> all right. Go <laughs> take her to the hotel and have her uh, make my money that you owe me. Like, damn, like this shit crazy. So my wife says she thinks that the uh, I don't know what's the other, is the guy a governor or police chief uh, who the uh, oh the, that one other black guy the one other black guy uh, yeah I just assumed he was a, like a cop or like a maybe like a like you said, like a police chief or something. Wife thinks he's sh- thinks he's shady. I can see that. He has some shady dealings. I can see that. So I'm curious to see how that plans out. So yeah, I I guess we, we won't uh, give like play by plays on every episode, but uh, you know, just this this first episode will be a good way, guys, to catch up if you haven't watched or if you want some details. But 
Yeah, I'm definitely putting that on the radar. So that's gonna be one yeah, of the ones. It, I watch. it wasn't a corny CW show at all. And I don't. And I and I'm kind of, I guess, non-biased in the fact that I don't. I've never watched any of the other uh, CW shows. So oh, yeah, I have. You know, I'm not sure how they. You know, their their shit works. But yeah, I'm not out here trying to convince people to watch it. But like, you know, I say, hey, here's my opinion on it. Watch it if you like. If somebody wants to argue, like, well, I thought it was okay, cool. Don't watch it. <laughs> like, but don't fucking watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, but I I thought it was that. dope. If it gets whack, I'll I'll call it whack. But like, yeah, I that first was episode was, in my opinion, the best pilot episode of any CW show. That's... And the Flash pilot show, the Flash pilot show was phenomenal, and the Flash season one was phenomenal. But that pilot last night was. Outstanding! I was like, man, this was really good. Oh, that's dope, man. So I'm looking forward. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, like I say, you, you would be the the one to ask as far as CW shows. I haven't watched any of them, but TV and that 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 uh, <laughs> right uh, that definitely uh, says a lot. So I'm looking forward to watching watching that. So yeah, definitely added that to the list of shit. So <clears throat> so um, something else I want to talk about um, was the. Did you hear about what happened with Hawaii? Yeah. So I guess apparently. Uh, they were supposed to hit uh, a test. I uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be a test or not. So what? But... Ha- uh, so what I re- read and heard is that the guy who actually hit the we about to get fucked up bomb was supposed to hit a test uh-huh. or of testing the sirens or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. He ended up hitting the you know get get to cover. We getting bombed button right, and Man, that's, that's crazy. Cr- what and I had I had a couple conversations about this. A test of sirens and we about to get bombed. It's like on two different spectrums of life and shit. Those buttons shouldn't be next to one Why another. Why are those so <laughs> fucking close, dude? That just seems nuts to me that those those actually those prompts are that fucking close so that could happen. That just seems crazy to me. I mean, that should be like, you know. As far as east or west, like, and even if it is, it should be like, a, are you sure? And then if you hit that, <laughs> right. it's like, are you really, really sure? Right. There should be a lot of fucking prompts. That, I mean, you know, you ever see on the movies where you, you're hitting these bombs and you got to have two keys from two I different I was just people. about to say that. It needs to be two yeah. keys turned at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so and then like one, two, three, turn and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, it's more confirmation. You know, iPad slides out of a door and then you can hit Yeah, 10. you got you to gotta flip <laughs> up a cap and then it's a fucking toggle on there <laughs> right. or some shit like that. Every movie has done that because it shows that that, whatever that action is, is so important that you have to have steps in order to do it and i think telling everybody in hawaii that they're about to get bombed and they need to take cover and it's not a test probably one of those things probably one of those things i just wonder just you know how the people of hawaii felt like i wouldn't even know what the would know what the, the field to think if you know we just start hearing sorry like you bomb and take cover and shit you know what i'm saying it, but you, you, it's one of those i was another thing i was thinking about it's like so these whatever bombs are uh, happening shit you take cover, you, they they blow up the whole fucking state. What the fuck you go do? Like what? What is life then? You the only person on the fucking thing. Are you? What are you saving yourself for to just kill yourself afterwards? Like they done <laughs> bombed the whole fucking United States. Somehow you done made it, and now you come up like like you fucking Will Smith and uh uh oh, shit. I know the movie. What the too. fucking movie? Uh, shit. I mean, he was just him and a fucking dog. <sighs> fuck. Um. God damn it. But yeah, that. Not, it's gonna piss me off because I can't think of the fucking movie. I don't want to look it up either. I want to try to remember. 
<laughs> All right, I won't look it up. I, I'll, I'll let you stew in it. But yeah, so I don't know. But that's just me overthinking it. But yeah, those, those buttons way too close, dude. That's just way too that that that, that those two buttons should have never been in the same vicinity nah. to be able to do that. But they say they didn't fire him; they just reassigned him to something else. Well, that's nice. Yeah, I you mean, made you made an entire state think they were going to die, and you just got reassigned. And you're good. White you know, privilege, you're by good. It's probably, yeah. White privilege is fuck. <laughs> Black man uh, did that. It's Guantanamo for you, buddy. Nah, he's in fucking solitary confinement now. Whatever the case. Um. So random skipping kind of subjects. I'm on. I'm in um. Card the wife and we're. Uh, I called my mom. Uh, she was you know over at sister's house hanging out or whatever, and she was like, uh, "Yeah, we just uh, just fixing some food. We just finished off making some uh turkey tips." I'm the like, fuck is that? I'm like, excuse me? Tip of what? <laughs> so I'm like, what do you mean? So like, she had me on speaker. So my my other aunts over there started laughing. Cause I'm like, what what are y'all laughing at? Like, what the fuck is a turkey tip? So apparently, turkey tip is you know if you have a a, a chicken wing and you have the wing and the no, and don't, the, don't, and the tip. Don't. No. It's the tip of the fucking wing. Like the part that you don't eat? The part that you don't eat. Oh God! And so I'm like, what? And I, I'm like, so do these come in bulk? Like, is this just two a pack or something? Like, how do you get that many pieces of a fucking turkey tip? Oh. And they, I'm like, so what do you do? Do you do you f- buy the whole wing and just eat that part? Like, yeah, like <laughs> you know, are those clipped off in normal situations? Like, eh, I don't know what these old ladies and got themselves into, but they eating baked turkey tip. What I'm the like, fuck? I, yeah, that was, yeah, that was. Is, is there like a, a, a like a food that that your family loves you just absolutely hate? Chocolate. Damn, that is right. <laughs> That's fucking right. I forgot about that. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> how, how did you come out to not like chocolate? Wow. This is nasty. Man, so nothing chocolate really is. Just, no, I don't even like the smell of it. Really? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, I think my my thing was a. Uh, I don't remember ever hearing about turkey tips until that yesterday, but um, that's not like slave food. I think, yeah, I think that along with chitlins, which I was about to mention, is one of those slave food shits that I, my family loves that shit, and I can't. I there's no way in hell you could have me eating chitlins, and and I'm not. not the last time I had chitlins, my grandmother forced me to eat them. Like that was dinner. She's like, "You eat this or nothing else." <laughs> so I put them in a bowl and I smothered them bitches in fucking hot sauce. And that was it. But I've never had that shit again. I can understand how <clears throat> some of these foods are still like people are doing this shit. It's just edible. Like, no. I really keep wanting to say that Will Smith movie was iRobot, but I know that's not what the fuck it is. It's really bothering me. Like, no, why it's can't not iRobot. It's, uh... I've seen it so many fucking times. Yep. I'm, I'm, and I, I didn't look it up myself, too, because I want to I wanna remember it. Um, yeah. So... Why you why you thinking about that? So, I think a day or two us ago, <clears throat> day or two ago, um, a girl and I, I am legend. I am legend. That's <laughs> what it is. That's what it is. I am legend. God damn it! <laughs> Just laughing at how random. Like I was waiting. I was like, it's gonna come to me so fucking randomly. And, and that's what happens to me. That whenever I start thinking about something, I'll it just it just comes out randomly. Like it's especially if I'm just like, no, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm just gonna remember all. And I I thought I something, but I couldn't think of nothing else with it. And you say I robot. I'm like, no, that's not it. But it's it's in the same vicinity and shit. I'm um, just, I'm glad I didn't have to look it up. 
So I a couple of days ago, the girl in the cigar group who was posting about she was watching the show, and it's uh, Seinfeld has a show called Comedians and Cars Getting Co- Coffee. Coffee. Man, this is a fucking awesome fucking show, dude. It's like so for those who've never seen this on Netflix, it ranges between like eighteen minutes to twenty five minutes. Nothing long. He just has these exotic ass cars, and he goes to visit fucking celebrities, like comedians. Shit's fucking awesome, dude. <clears throat> I haven't watched. I never was a huge fan of Seinfeld. Like I like I'm some of Seinfelds. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not a huge Seinfeld fan, and I used to watch uh, his show, you know, sporadically. But I've never been a, been a fan. But man, this show is fucking awesome. Like I don't know. I guess it's it's one of those weird things you just see, like two successful ass people just have random conversations and shit. I don't know why that's like so intriguing to me, but I've been like, like the first night I watched like five or six of the episodes and shit. Yeah. It's skipping through it. It's mad. Interesting. Cause you get, you, like you said, it's just, it it is like very kind of like fly on the wall. Like you just see people just having like real ass conversations. And I don't say real ass, like like talking about heavy shit, but like just natural conversations. It doesn't feel like a, a talk show or anything rehearsed. It just feels like, hey, it's just two people chatting about whatever. All right. Before you came by, like, I mean, prior to you coming by, I think I watched. So Steve Harvey was on. Uh, Kevin Hart was on. Bill Burr. Uh, Jim Carrey was a real interesting one. Um, and I don't know. They just, it seems like they take c- celebrityism well. Like, they're not, they're not out like they're like huge celebrity. They don't want to be, you know, taking pictures they just they seem like they want to be regular so bad yeah <laughs> yeah they just want to be regular people and i'm like you know that's just not gonna happen when you know the show he's watching with barack and he was just saying how the whole just i, I forget the wording he used but basically just being able to just go to a park sit and have a coffee is shit he can't do anymore and shit. right like you just you're a celebrity you just can't and i think if i was able to get i would love if i had to pick fame over if I had to pick fame over riches, I would definitely pick the riches and not be fucking famous. Like, yeah. I just want to be able to just walk in fucking Sundays and order some fucking sliders on Schoolcraft Evergreen. Like, <laughs> and not have to worry about being flanked and shit. It'd be the, like, Obama, Obama, from what I read, uh, heard at least, presidents can't drive cars in, like, the public. Makes so they're sense like, to me. they're like chauffeured for life and shit. So, the episode when Seinfeld comes, they're just riding a fucking dope-ass fucking stingray around the, the the fucking property of the White House. Can't go out, <laughs> can't do nothing and shit. I, I just, I, I couldn't, um... I don't think I would ever want to be president. <laughs> I mean, uh, there, it comes with a whole lot of responsibility. The most responsibility that you can have on Earth. Yeah, like the most. Like, right? yeah, the most. And comparative to the the magnitude of the job moderate pay <laughs> like modest pay like i think i heard the president makes like you know a, a quarter million yeah a year or something like that like but that's it, a lot of money but, but it's, the thing it's I'm not always, a lot of money to be the most powerful person on earth <laughs> yeah like it, the perks don't seem that great but then um, again i feel I, I, i've thought about it i'm like i don't think the president ever has to pay for anything though so if you make if you actually make and who pays you? But if you actually make... Right, do you sign your own checks? Like, right. Fuck? If you make a quarter million a year and your president's like, man, that's not 
that much money for being like the most powerful person in the world when fucking LeBron James makes however much. But like, if you're the president, I feel like you don't have to pay for nothing. Like literally nothing. No, you're not. I mean, I think it's kind of those not gas, not light bills, not fucking food. I'm assuming all the food, no clothes. Like you don't have to pay for shit. Yeah, that's just insane. It just so you rack up your one million while you're in office, and then you get out of office and make a shit ton of money just making speaking engagements and shit still not having to pay for shit they said i've ever seen something that was saying that uh uh, michelle and barack is probably going to be the highest paid speakers that we've ever had as far as a presidential like president and first lady first lady or whatever Million dollars go a long way if you ain't got no bills. Fuck, dude. <laughs> shit. A hundred dollars go a long and not, way. Shit, not even bills. You don't got no nothing. Uh, you, think I, you think he gonna walk into McDonald's be like, let me get a, a fucking double cheeseburger? They'll be like, that'll be a dollar fifty, Mr. Obama. Like, no. They'll be like, here you go, no, sir. They're gonna here you give, go, Mr. They're President. They're gonna give him everything he wants. There's, I mean, and rightfully so. Just like, yeah, let me go buy some Jordans on eBay. Like, no, he's going to like, hey. No, we're just going to go get Call it. up Nike on some fucking president phone. Like, hey, I want to... I want the new Jordans. Send them to the sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> you gotta get and you gotta get the address. Like, yes, yeah, he man. probably don't even call. Yeah, it's not him. Make it's somebody two, else call. It's six people before, below him that probably actually do right. call. Him. Fucking intern or some shit. <clears throat> Madness, dude. I just <clears throat> to be rich and just carefree. Let's just be. I can't even imagine that shit. I just think week to week. Like, I just think like, man, I just spent one hundred seventy five dollars on a ticket. <laughs> like. That was nothing to even to benefit me or my household or nothing. That's just a fucking ticket, dude. Yep. And Barack Obama doesn't even have to drive. So he'll never get tickets. <laughs> he'll never get a ticket. Somebody and if he was, did, they're going to pay it. No, they're not even, he's, not, he's not even going to get a ticket. It's just not like, going to happen. It's yeah, just, like if, 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 if he's getting chauffeured around, they get pulled over for speeding, they're not going to be like, oh, here's your ticket, and then like somebody else pays it. They're gonna put the window down. He's and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, Barack Obama's in the back." Oh, never mind. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry, yeah, I, Mr. President. I, I I just couldn't couldn't even. I just need to hit the game so I can really. Donald Trump bitch ass still get that ticket though. <laughs> I feel like he's really gonna run himself into a shitty corner and just can't do shit anymore. He's gonna run his whole country into a shitty corner and we can't do nothing no more. That's probably what that Hawaii shit really was. It's probably a real ass fucking bomb that was coming to us from North Korea, and we just stopped it. And they were like, "Oh my bad, that was just a fake alert." Well, <laughs> like, yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's why it took thirty something minutes to to be like, "Oh yeah, nope, that was a mistake. Our bad." Like, no, nah, like if you if you push the like, uh, again pretending as buttons, if you push the send mass text button, which is right next to the test button. If you push the send mass text button by mistake, it's not going to take you 38 minutes to be like, oh, shit, I pushed uh, the wrong button. Fuck that. My bad. <laughs> like, I mean, nah. Take that back. Take that back. No, nah, no, nah, it was a bomb coming up. It, it, they was about to get bombed, and we just diverted it and saved, well, saved a lot Hawaii. Of people, a lot of people think that it wasn't a bomb. I mean, it wasn't a meteor. So, I mean, I don't have no, no you know. Wait, what? You fa- talking about the meteor here? Yes. Oh, that was in my topics, too. Yeah. I heard that you didn't, you didn't, you somehow missed it. Dude, I was, I don't know where I was at though. I, I, I'm trying to think of the time. I think I was in Target. And then eight from there. Eight, about between 8 and 8.30 last yeah, night. I don't remember what, where I was at because I was at Target for a while. And then ended up going up uh, Applebee's across the street. And no, nah, I didn't see none of that. Didn't, didn't hear none of that. Didn't see anything. But of course, everybody, it's a, I got a, I got, I got one Facebook friend who was a, uh, 
they posted the video from their uh, their Nest camera and mm-hmm. whatever. And it seemed like the, it seemed like the the air just went all fucking light. It got super bright and then was just gone. Mm-hmm. Did you hear it or feel it? Oh or yeah. Anything? Mm-hmm. And I ignored it because I didn't think it was anything. I didn't think it was a big deal. I didn't see the light, but I heard it and felt it. And I was like, hmm, that seemed like super thunder. That doesn't really make mm-hmm. sense. It's not raining or anything like that. Oh, the flash is back on off commercial. And that, was, <laughs> and that was the end of it. And then I randomly went on Facebook and somebody else was like, hey, did anybody else see that blue light and feel that thunder and the rumble? I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What? And the person that posted it lives in Ipsy. So I was like, wait, so that thing that just happened? Somebody else in Ipsy heard it? Like, what? And then I then I just started scrolling my feed, and then I started seeing more people talking about it, and then I saw somebody say it was a meteor or yada yada. Then I started seeing the videos and all that shit. I was like, oh, wow. So that's what that was. And then Black Lightning came on. <laughs> yeah, that's up. Ironically, Black Lightning came on after the thunder-sounding uh, meteor crash. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was fun. Good times. Um, yeah. I'm going to uh, take a small break to use the restroom, and then we'll be right back. After these messages. And we're back. We are. <clears throat> so, uh, do you have some uh, something you wanted to talk about? Uh, not so. Well, if you have something on, on, on deck, we can go with that. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> something happened that I kind of feared over the course of the past few months um going oh, I, f- I feared this happening and going away that was dramatically different from how it went but like over the course of the fa- past few months we've had like mad sexual allegations coming out against celebrities and i've been saying the whole time like you know i don't like the fact that these women can come out and say so and so did this and there's no investigation there's no nothing it's like so-and-so is a rapist pull all his endorsements fuck this guy bury him his career is over with just just complete just like hey he did this and that's it guy's dead and i've been saying like we're on a slippery slope to where it's like women can just say whatever i said i said that about us like yeah if we get popping one day somebody just might just pop up yeah like oh this uh touched my ankle without asking and uh I, I, I cried myself to sleep that night and now all of a sudden you're you're done and like i i was waiting i'm i'm seeing i'm seeing the allegations get in my opinion less and less uh rapey like that like like i think to me like the biggest one was like when um whoever was it accused dustin hoffman like that first one like i think another one that's come out since that was worse. But like at the time that the first Dustin Hoffman one, it was really just cause I, I think, did we call the episode soft boy with clitoris? Something I don't know. Like <laughs> but like, but they're like, yeah, he, so he talked inappropriately in front of you talking about clitoris and shit like that. He was talking dirty, inappropriate, whatever. But like, okay, so that makes him inappropriate. That doesn't mean end his fucking career. Like, you know what the fuck? And I'm like, I feel like we're in a world where it's like, you know, any kind of thing that a woman finds unpleasant, they can just be like, well, fuck this guy. He's sexually assaulted and harassing and you know, all that shit. Like, like if you don't like it, then it's a problem. But if it's a guy you like, it's cool. Like the same action, you know? And I'm like, this shit ain't been cool. So, uh, I think like two days ago, a story came out on babe.net, whatever the fuck that is of a woman accusing Aziz Ansari of, uh, sexual assault 
And I'm going to read a little bit from the article. And um, so the article gives like a, a background of her meeting Aziz earlier uh, and then them exchanging numbers, exchanging text messages, and then going out on a date, going back to his crib. Are you familiar with this? Um, I hadn't read it. I kind of seen bits and pieces of it, but I hadn't read the actual story though. Okay, so I'm just skipping. I'm gonna, I'm going to skip right along to the part where like after their date, she says like at their date, he kind of like rushed through the food and was kind of like, all right, let's head back to the crib. Like you know, he's trying to get some and shit. So he goes back to the crib and she said, he said something along the lines of, "How about you hop up and take a seat." Within moments, he was kissing her. In a second, his hand was on my breast. And then then he was undressing her. Then he undressed himself. She remembers feeling uncomfortable at how quickly things escalated. When Ansari told her he was going to grab a condom within minutes of their first kiss, Grace voiced her hesitation explicitly. I said something like, whoa, let's relax for a sec. Let's chill. He says he then resumed kissing her, briefly performing oral sex on her. Oh, he said briefly. And asked her to do the same thing to him. She did, but not for long. It was really quick. Everything was pretty much touched and done within 10 minutes of hooking up, except for actual sex. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it kind of goes on to where it's like there's a moment where he has her up on the counter. And they said he was doing this thing where like he put his fingers in her mouth and then was like fingering her with like his wet fingers or something like that. And then, like, there's a moment where, like, they're both naked. And then, like, she, like, goes in the bathroom to kind of, like, collect herself. And then comes out and, like, gives him head. And it's, like, it's, like, gets kind of weird or whatever. And then eventually she goes, uh, yo, not cool. And then he's, like, all right. And that was the end of it. Like, um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, she says, he probably moved my hand to his dick five to ten, five to seven times. He really kept doing it after I moved away. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. I know I was physically giving off cues that I wasn't interested. He says, where do you want me to fuck you? Stuff like that. Um, let's see. Let me see. Get to the, get to the end. There's the part where she goes into the bathroom. Yada, yada, yada. Um, this is where she says she, <laughs> she says she, she gave him a hit. I felt really pressured, <laughs> but she did it. Um, let's see. They move from place to place. It, it basically sounds like they were fucking around from place to place and she was uncomfortable but still did it anyway. And so I'm thinking like, man, I'm reading this and I'm kind of like, this really just sounds to me just like off gut. Like somebody who was just like, hey, I had a, I can't even really say unpleasant sexual encounter because it could have been a completely consensual regular encounter. And she looked at it and this has been my concern. It's somebody who like, fucks a celebrity and it was like i can just say that i didn't want to do it and now that guy's done and like this kind of felt that way and i was like man i don't i don't like Every, where this is from going everything i've read and heard about it it seemed like it may have just been a shitty date but it definitely wasn't him doing anything that was not consensual yeah and and like she eventually leaves he said something like um uh, after that last kiss, Grace stood up from the couch, moved back to the kitchen island where she left her phone and said she would call herself a car. He hugged her, kissed her goodbye. When she pulled away, uh, he finally relented and insisted he call her the car. He called her like an Uber or some shit. Um, so, so it wasn't like the uh, the rapey uh, Christmas carol that he kept trying to make her stay. That wasn't the case. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Baby, it's cold outside. Um, so. I'm like, man, this shit doesn't sound good to me. So then I hopped on Twitter like the next day and I'm going to, I'm going to read this, this series of tweets because 
I felt like this this woman tweeted kind of what th- the direction that I felt that this this whole situation is going. And I thought it was refreshing to see a woman go, you know what? This is kind of getting out of hand and it's cheapening it's cheapening the movement. Like if you have a movement where you have uh you know women who are like telling their story like hey this guy did this and he got away with it and we need to like hold these guys accountable and all this kind of shit is fucked up and then you got a woman who comes in and like yeah uh i sucked this dick but i kind of didn't want to like <laughs> like like you're like cheapening the shit right so I, I, i'm gonna read this series of tweets because i felt like it was a it, it, it's in line with kind of how i felt now I, I, I was pleased to see that a woman was like you know what this is going too far like this needs to chill out so she said, my takeaway from the whole Aziz Ansari thing, it's disheartening that a productive movement condemning assault and harassment has deteriorated into an excuse to call out any aggressively horny asshole you ever met, you've ever had an awkward encounter with. Both behaviors are wrong and probably symptomatic of the same culture, but they are in no way equivalent. And using the same language to address them does a disservice to an important conversation. It's frustrating. Will you stick around after someone has made his intentions clear and consent to sex acts that doesn't read as assault to me. You have felt pressured and you have a right to resent him and the larger culture that pressures men to pressure women, but it's still not assault. Aziz Ansari is most likely a creep. I agree. He probably is, but he's probably not a rapist or a sex criminal. And more importantly, his behavior isn't unique. Most women can tell you very similar stories about men declaring a new celebrity quote unquote canceled every week. Like the me too movement is some kind of twisted bingo card bingo card does nothing to change the underlying culture in which ordinary men either don't understand boundaries and consent or knowingly disregard them. Maybe this is callous to say, but labeling every unpleasant sexual encounter an assault infantilizes women. I've been a victim. I understand how coercion and power dynamics work, but I also believe in female agency and I feel insulted by the direction this discussion is taken. I'm reminded of the common supposedly feminist sentiment that's come up a lot recently. The consent can never be given while intoxicated. I've been assaulted while drunk. I've also had drunk sex I fully agreed to. Feminism means allowing women the agency to tell the difference. I'm not defending Ansari. I'm concerned with the eagerness to call every man who's ever made a woman feel uncomfortable an abuser instead of trying to understand and dismantle the larger structures which play into men's inability to sense discomfort and women's inability to say no. Patriarchy and hypermasculinity are damaging to everyone. They often make communication difficult and people, usually women, get hurt. Such feelings are valid, but there seems to be a desire to read maliciousness into every hurtful action, and that's not always the case. People are rarely good or bad. Similarly, men are not so easily separated into categories of allies and abusers. Most of them are capable of misreading cues and overstepping boundaries and writing them off as irredeemable while writing women off as helpless is regressive. I thought that was incredibly powerful. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, she, she really hit on everything that I, I really support. Like it's, it's, it's really deteriorate, deteriorated the movement and cheapened it to have women just be like, Oh yeah. Uh, this guy made me uncomfortable. Rapist. Like, like that's not, you know, a guy can be an asshole and not be, you know, a rapist. And like it, it, it to me, it's kind of similar to the harassment thing that popped off a couple of years back when they had that video of the woman walking around and guys are talking to her like, hey, oh, yeah, the cat calling video. Yeah, the cat yeah. calling video. Like 
to me that was like that that catcalling video was widely labeled as harassment when that was just a woman saying I didn't like that but again it's it's a situation where if a guy that you like did it it's like oh oh thank you oh oh thank you uh let me suck your dick later like like it's it's perfectly fine and I had a thing and I don't know if uh we've spoken on it before but like um at a thing where I think we did talk about it but it might be on a later released episode but there was a conversation about I actually I know we talked about it the term milf and it being offensive uh, or not yeah. and a woman called in and said uh if he's attractive I don't think the term milf is offensive at all and it's like you can't like I don't like that 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 a a a an act which is uh it, it it's it's an act. It's not something that's open to interpretation. You you did this thing. So if if you say, "Hey, I think you're a milf," milf like calling somebody a milf should not depend on your your offense. Should not depend on who says how it. How they like it. You how should they, either how they present it. Yeah, you should either like you should either be cool with the term or you should not like the term. It should not vary from man to man to the point where like. If a guy you think is hot says it, then it's like, oh, oh, thank you. Here's this pussy. And if a guy you don't like says it, it's like, oh, I'm, uh, that's harassment. Don't call me that. That paints me to be some kind of like cougar who chases after young men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. And, <laughs> and I don't like the fact that it feels like we're in a space right now where I think we're kind of like in the gray area, but we're moving toward a space where like women can essentially take an act that should have a an interpretation one way or the other for you across the board and can paint one guy as being fine doing that but then another guy be like yeah i don't like it so he's a harasser or he's a sexual assaulter or whatever and that area has become so gray now that it's just like you could just say whatever and now that guy's fucked and i've said this a million times in the podcast before men have advantages over women that are numerous. Like there's so many ways in which we have benefits, advantages, whatever <laughs> right. you want to call it over women. And we are very privileged to have those things. But that, that one thing is a game changer. <laughs> like that the, to basically be condemned as a rapist or sexual assault person, whatever on word of mouth and nothing alone or he, I'm sorry I'll take back word of mouth hearsay and nothing alone is frightening it's frightening and to have all these guys in Hollywood getting hit with this shit like vast majority of these guys are probably fucking creeps like the fact that all these stories are the same it's like yeah he came out of the bath he came out of the shower and he took his towel off and he asked if he could jerk off in front of me like wow that's like a thing for white guys in Hollywood <laughs> like they really that's really something that they do that's perfectly acceptable but the the automatic condemnation of every story the the condemnation of every guy for every story is is creating a world where now stories can be fabricated or can be made made out to be more than what they are and the guy suffers the same consequence and like that's that's not a consequence where it's like oh hey um uh 
uh, women are looked at as not being able to do the same things men are. That sucks and it's not fair. Right. It's like, hey, this guy's life is now ruined and now he can't get a job or he's going to jail or some kind of shit like that because you were just like, yeah, I didn't think he was hot enough to say that. Like, you know, that that's <clears throat> fucked up, man. And, like, that bothers me. So I was glad to see that this woman was like, and, and someone else did this too. Someone named Ashley Banfield did the same thing. She She went on air and was like, Look, bitch, you had a bad date. Don't don't fuck up the movement mm-hmm. <laughs> over that shit. And I, I'm glad to see that there are at least some women women who are willing to come out and be like, you know what, we got to draw the line somewhere, folks. Well, that was <laughs> and, thing. Some of, most a lot of the women I saw like on Twitter or whatever, they were you know. I didn't see Twitter reactions to it, so I'm interested to hear what you got to say. I mean, most of the women that I seen talking about it were really you know. This may be a bad date, but it's a, it is a harassment or rape. That's like, good. You know, so that was it. But I guess I, I just never got a chance to read the article. But, yeah, a lot of most women that I saw were kind of like, yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah. Like, I so said this dick, but I didn't really want to. Like, like okay. How do you do that? <laughs> Unless you're just, you know, he got a leg wrap around your fucking torso and making you <laughs> suck his dick. Other than that, he, he no, he wasn't doing that. It, you know, so, yeah, I, I think. But I think the the biggest thing is just time. Time heals that shit. You know, you think about shit that was like a rage two, three months ago. That's just done now. So it's like, you know, you just got to, you know, stick it out a few more months and shit, you know. You think this shit is going to, uh, I don't say go away, but like simmer down? Because it seems like every movement is like really, really red hot for two months. And then it just goes away. Like Black Lives Matter, all the rage for several months. Don't really see it anymore, and it's like it's not like it's less important. Nah, it's equally important as a lot of the shit. And I'm wondering if like this this movement of Me Too and Times Up and uh, calling out these Hollywood uh, sex abusers is this gonna fizzle out too? And I'm not saying it should. I'm just wondering, like, is this something where people are going to be passionate as fuck about it and then it's going to go away? Because, like, that was the thing at last year's award shows, I think. You had mad people like, you know, Oscars too white and, uh, hey, we got black nominees for everything. And you get the the black winners will walk up on the stage and be like, you know, I accept this award and black people this and black people that. None of that this year so far. Nah, nah. And it's all been... This thing, and it makes me wonder if, like, is this gonna fizzle out, and all of a sudden people forget about Kevin Spacey's shit and Harvey Weinstein, and things will be back to normal in 2019's awards, or will there be a new thing for people to protest against or be mad about in 2019? Or are we gonna really stick with this? Is it gonna turn into something where we're actually gonna like try to fix it? Because I, I, I know it, there's no interest in fixing, like, the problem with Black Lives Matter. White people have no interest in that. <laughs> they're fine with us being... Nah, they're fine. They're fine with black people being at their fucking heel and shit like that on, on, under the bottom of their shoe. So there's no real interest in fixing that. That's just, like, a thing where it's like, hey, this is hot now. So I go up on this stage and I say, oh, Black Lives Matter, and I'm glad to see these black people nominated. It's like, cool. But there's no interest in this country and black people having equal footing. But... The sexual assault shit is happening to like rich white people, so it's like I don't know. I'm it's, it's a rhetorical question, kind of, kind of, because I know obviously you wouldn't know 
if it's going to stick around. But I'm right. wondering if this is something that's going to stick around because it impacts white people, rich white people largely, whereas, like, who gives a shit about what impacts black people? Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Well, nobody who's not black. So, I don't know. Food for thought. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you with it. It's just, it's just a lot, a lot to digest. Lot to yeah, yeah. And I haven't thought about it at all, but it just came to me like, huh? I wonder if this is gonna go away too. Because Black Lives Matter, man, we had T-shirts and shit and <laughs> all that good stuff. Man, I we had hats and <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen a Gucci belts. <laughs> Black Lives Matter poster forever. Nah, yeah, nah. So that yeah. went away. Yeah, so I don't. Yeah. Um, what's that? Anything else? But I think a couple of things I had just randomly thought about after he's talked about. Um, hmm. No, I think I'm actually kind of good with questions. You got anything else you want to hit? Did we talk about um the dude in my Pistons group that I don't <clears throat> like? You were going to, but we didn't. Oh, good. We'll talk about it now. So <laughs> I'm in this Pistons group on Facebook. It's called Die Hard Pistons Fans. Um, you can, you know, if you're a fan, you can try to get in. Not try to get in. It's not like, not like there's a contest or something like it. was make you run an obstacle course. But it's it's a private group, so you got to be accepted into it. It's Detroit Pistons fans? It's Die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard, Die Hard Pistons fans. And there's a guy in this group, and I'm telling you, man, I hate this motherfucker so much, man. I hate this motherfucker. Like, the Pistons have played fairly well this season. They're not doing amazing or anything like that. They've lost a couple in a row now, so I think they're, like, barely over 500, like 22 and 21, something like that. Reggie Jackson's been hurt for a little bit, maybe like a week or two. And, you know, whatever. You know, they're not be- they're not great. They're not horrible. When he was there, they were playing pretty well. Uh, I think they're on the cusp of being a top four or five team in the East if they can make a move before the trade deadline. Right. Nothing crazy, though. But, you know, they don't suck. But there's this one piece of shit in the group who only shows up when they lose. And when they lose, he comes in like, fire Stan Van Gundy, fire this person, trade this person, blah, blah, blah. And he comes in, he comes in hot every time they lose and has nothing to say every time they they get a good win. (laughs) He claims to be, but he's clearly not because like when they win, he doesn't say shit. And the Pistons have beaten every good team in the NBA, oftentimes on that team's floor. And he doesn't come in like, hey, good win tonight. And when I challenged him on it, he said there was like no such thing as good wins. And then was like, uh, after they won some game or lost the game, I can't remember. He came in like, oh, is this cons-? No, after they beat Houston because James Harden didn't play. He's like, is this one of those, and he put in quotes, good wins, even though James Harden didn't play? And at this point, I was already done with him so I didn't even answer because I knew he was talking to me but I ignored it but I, I wanted to be like bitch nigga like Andre Drummond and uh, Reggie Jackson didn't play for us but you didn't mention that shit so it's like and then when they beat Golden State in Oracle he came in and was like Reggie Jackson almost cost us this game trade him like how do you come in like mad after we beat the champions on their floor like <laughs> Like, man, I hate this motherfucker, dog. I hate him so fucking much. And I'm like, I told one of my homeboys is like, so the guy who's the the admin of the group is a friend of my friend from middle school. 
I texted my boy. I was like, man, he's so lucky I'm not an admin in a group. I'd have kicked this motherfucker out so fast. He's like, yeah, man, I could tell you don't like him and shit. There was one post where me and him kind of like went at a little hard. And he called me a bitch-ass nigga. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I kind of laughed at it because he was like, you ain't even a real fan. You don't even watch the games. And I was like, I just, I, I literally, I just put LOL and just like left it. I was like, you know what? This is comical to me at this point. And like I told him, he was like, "I know you mad." He's like, "You don't like him?" I was like, "No, because he's a piece of shit." Like, yeah, I don't like him. He's like, "Why is he in the group? All he does is like shit on the team every time they lose, and then it's silent every time they win." Like, they could be forty and three, and he'd still be in there talking about they suck because they fucking lost three games. Like, you can't like. And I said this to him on one post: like, every team ever that has ever been great has lost to a team that they shouldn't have lost to, because like. He bitched after we lost to Philadelphia, and he and his post was wrong. He's like, "Oh, we just lost to the worst team in the league." And Philadelphia currently holds like the eight seed or seven seed to playoffs, something like that. Like maybe they were ninth, I don't know, but they weren't the worst team in the league. And he's like, "Oh, we just lost to the worst team in the league," and I was like, "One, they're not the worst team in the league, but two, even if they were, every team that's ever been good has lost to a team inferior to them." And this is evidenced by the fact that nobody has ever went eighty two and zero, bitch. Like that's like this like if like the seventy two win Bulls lost ten times. All ten of those losses were to inferior teams. Like it happens. Good teams lose. Like the fucking seventy three win Warriors lost nine times to inferior teams. It happens. This motherfucker took out of that point. So you saying the Pistons are a good team right now? Like you stupid. Motherfucker, I'm just saying everybody loses to inferior teams no matter how good they are. So saying that we lost to Philly is not evidence that they suck. Just like saying that they beat Golden State is not evidence that they're the best team in the league. Good teams lose to bad teams. Bad teams sometimes beat good teams. It happens. No loss is any worse than the greatness of any one win, at least in the regular season. And he just goes, bitch-ass nigga, you don't even like... Okay, I'm like, all right, this motherfucker's <laughs> retarded, dog. Like, I can't even... Like, this is the most common fucking sense shit, dog. Like, so, like, I was... I don't know. I can't even put into words how much I hate this nigga, man. I, I can't. So, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to rant about him because I can't really rant about him in a group because it frustrates me because, like, you try to talk some sense to somebody and they just respond with, like retardation so you're just like well okay i can't say nothing to him and then it's like i can't really vocalize it to anybody outside of the group because they don't really know they don't know anything about it and i'm just gonna randomly post about my own facebook page about random guy in the pistons group so i was like let me talk about this on the podcast because i just need to vent about how much i hate this motherfucker and i don't like how people be like hate is such a strong word like yes it is that's why i use it because it's a strong word (laughs) and it accurately portrays how much i dislike things and I hate this motherfucker. End of story. End of story. I don't have anything else to say about that point. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you just hit you hit every nail on the head. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Do we talk about um, uh, Michael? Not Michael Douglas. Uh, Eminem's album at all? No. Um, or was that another thing that we wanted to talk about and didn't? I don't recall doing because I didn't have much about his album to say like. I just, it's, I this might be the one of my least favorite of the albums. I just I didn't really get into it. I you know I know I like the the Beyonce song, 
Um, is it some other Skylar Gray is on the album, is she? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I just think that's a white girl that he always hooked up with, as far as song wise or whatever. Yeah. Um, now nah, it's just been other shit that's been cool, man. So I, I haven't even tried again, dude. But I kept hearing him, you know. He needs to hang it up, dog. I'm sorry. I'm the biggest Eminem fan, dog. He's my favorite rapper, dog. But like. Man, he need to hang it up, dog. I, like, what, you can't put together a good album. What bothers album at all. me, I guess, a lot about it is that you know, you know the potential what he has. You know, you hear like that chloroseptic uh, remix. Yeah, he did fucking. He was. He, that's the Eminem that people want, and he's not giving them that. Yeah, and I don't get. I don't. You know, I guess he. You know, he's made as much money as he probably ever going to be. You know, he's comfortable. He don't got to work again. So it's like, are you? You're not hungry anymore to do that stuff, or you just kind of just you know making music just to make music. But even the the features, it's like it's like he just went to some random hick town and and <laughs> in, in Alabama and just start recording and shit, dude. Yeah, I, I don't <clears throat> like the fact that he can't. Okay, for one, I don't like rap songs with like singers on them pop singers and shit like that he has a lot of songs that are like pop rap kind of like i don't like songs with like r&b sing rap songs with r&b singers on them like i'm not really li- i'm not really listening to rap for that like i, I want to hear some like i mean they get some i want to hear done, bars some, I hear are spitting. Done, some are some are done well though it just yes yeah, some are but the vast majority i don't care for and that uh, obviously that's just me you know like that's just my preference right but like I looked at his track list, and he had, like, four or five songs with singers on him, and already I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's he's making his pop shit. Fuck. And then, like, he also has, like, several beats on his album like that are, like, Rick Rubin beats that sound like rock shit. Like, okay, it's not like some shit like Kid Rock would make or something. I'm like, ugh. Like, why do you have an album that's, like, either, like, singers or, like, rock beats. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this shit sucks, man. Come on. Like, can you just make an album that's just, like, bars and, like, hip-hop? Like, just, like, like the fucking, um, uh, the, the joint he did with Royce. Like, give me, like, can you give me Bad Meets Evil caliber shit? Can you give me fucking Eminem over like I don't think Eminem really works with Primo that well like and I don't say work I don't mean works like that but I, f- I feel like that might not be the best collaboration but like can you give me like fuck man Eminem and Dr Dre beats dog like <laughs> yo give me something like that man can, man can you never work with Rick Rubin again like I just don't want to hear rock I don't want to hear pop I want to I mean, hear I bars I don't think that I've known of the Rick Rubin have a a, a a foot in it's just uh, 99 problems Jay Z yeah then it's just like what are you talking about dude yeah I don't think I think Emma's gone I don't think he's coming out I don't even think he's coming out with another studio album uh, he said somewhere on there that this was going to be his last one yeah I, I don't see it happening I think he's just ready to just you know van- vanish on Brokeback Mountain and meet somebody <laughs> and you know nah nah I don't I don't see it happening I see him I, if yeah, 2019 come, yeah, and he doesn't have another album. I'll be like, cool, I knew it. It ain't popping, you know. So, nah. Uh, so that's all I got. Um, uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, uh-huh. I'm gonna try to figure out um some of these 
topics that I have that I'm not sure if we've discussed or not yet. Oh, well, just <laughs> but, mark um, them and then we just, uh, I'm actually good. We could just uh, have them for next week, so. Um, yeah, whatever I might not have addressed combined with whatever's going to happen throughout the course of this week. Yeah, yeah, so we're good for next week. Uh, yeah, busy, busy weekend ahead, man. My mom's uh, birthday, so we're throwing her a big old birthday party, so. When is that? Saturday. Her birthday is Saturday or the Sat- party is Saturday? Birthday's tomorrow. Birthday party Saturday. Okay. So. So that should be cool. Um, if you, uh, I know you'll be celebrating your birthday this weekend. I will be, yeah. Yeah, so that should be dope. Uh, celebrating it very low-key, but I will be celebrating it with hopefully uh, plentiful booze, plentiful cigars, and uh, chilling. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we're going we're gonna to do some cool. We're going to do a bunch of cards. My mom, is, you know, she loves She's been from the South, that, that era of people that just love card playing. So we're doing a bunch of card tables and having food and cool, cool. <clears throat> have uh, fire pits in the backyard so folks can, you know, smoke their cigarettes and cigars and whatever <laughs> case. So it should be pretty dope, man. So just trying to get that shit out the way this weekend. Sunday would be a day I just chill around the house early and do nothing, just recouping and maybe get out. So, yeah, busy week, man. But anyways, you know, as always, you know, uh, listener feedback is always dope. So you can email us at what up the podcast at Gmail. Um, or you can find our Twitter page, what up the podcast, um, our Facebook page, what up the podcast and any other method of social media. We pretty much have it. So, um, hit us up. Other than that, uh, if you good, we, uh, clock out and see y'all next week. Yep. I'm good. Peace. All right, then. Peace.